The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. Facebook just inked a record $5 billion settlement with the Federal Trade Commission over privacy violations, but the FTC is apparently not done with the social networking giant. The agency is now investigating whether Facebook violated antitrust laws. Joining me is leading antitrust expert Harry First, a professor at NYU Law School. Harry, isn't it all unusual to have the FTC concluding one investigation on a company and then starting another? Well, it's not necessarily unusual, and there are two actually very separate cases. The settlement that they just reached was for violating a 2012 order that Facebook agreed to with the FTC, and it was an order that revolved around privacy issues, not around competition issues. So they're really actually quite separate. If if we had two separate agencies, one for privacy, one for competition, then you'd have a different name on the door. So I, I don't find anything unexpected, actually, in the FTC finishing one and also doing another. So two agencies, that brings up my next question. How does this FTC investigation fit in with the Justice Department's antitrust division escalating its scrutiny into tech giants like Facebook and Google? Well, that is a wonderful question, which it may be that people at the FTC are asking it as well. <laughs> uh, and I don't know how they've resolved it. I find this actually surprising and a little troubling. Originally, there had been reports that Federal Trade Commission and the Justice Department and the Trust Division, both of which have jurisdiction, and legally they can actually investigate the same party. They can actually bring cases separately against the same party for the same behavior. But they haven't done that. So they try to coordinate efforts, which is sensible. And originally it looked like they were dividing up the big tech four, where the FTC would uh, have jurisdiction over Facebook and Amazon and the Justice Department over Google and Apple. But now it looks like something has happened, and I don't quite know what. But the Justice Department's press release, which in itself is an unusual thing to do in antitrust cases, to say, oh, guess what? We are investigating. Usually if you're investigating, you start investigating. Mm -hmm. You don't issue a press release. So why did they do it? And it does appear that they're going to investigate all four of these companies. So this creates a rift between the two agencies, which frankly has been going on now currently for a little while. How much pressure is there on the antitrust enforcers to bring cases against the tech companies, not only because you have President Trump who has expressed an interest in that, but also you have so many people calling for their breakup? So there are two levels to this. One is the very interesting policy level 
that there seems to be a concern across the political spectrum with the power that these four companies now seem to be exercising. They are ubiquitous in our lives, and generally we, we expect some controls on very big companies. It's either the government who controls or the markets, and neither is doing it. So on a policy level, this is, I think, a good development. Maybe a little surprising. The federal government hasn't investigated monopolies for two decades since the Microsoft case, really. So in that sense, it's a good thing. The other part of it is what are the politics for the Justice Department, and that it's a little hard to pull apart and perhaps not all that good and related more to uh, political vendetta than to antitrust policy. I don't know that for sure, but I read the tweets as you do and as everyone (laughs) does, and it is a little concerning. And it seems to me that the antitrust people have avoided that and tried to keep this as a matter of law, but I worry with this most recent announcement by General Barr that that line's fading on these very big companies. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. They're all so big. What would make the difference between bringing a case and not bringing a case against one of them? Well, they really do have to investigate and find out exactly how these companies are put together and what they've done. So these investigations take time, and with big companies like this, they'll have to look into a lot. And they want to see whether they've engaged in behavior basically that's excluded their competitors and or raised price to consumers. So that's what they'll be looking for. Should take time. And they've got to work this into a good legal theory. Let's turn for a moment to the news of the day, because something seems to be happening in antitrust all the time lately. Isn't it wonderful? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's certainly the in area now. Right. So you're teaching in the right what area. I tell my students, right, yeah. <laughs> the Justice Department has approved T-Mobile's acquisition of Sprint. It's a deal that's going to reshape the wireless industry. It combines the number three and the number four wireless carriers in the country. It was rejected under the Obama administration. Do the remedies the Justice Department has put in place take care of antitrust concerns? Well, this is going to be a key question going forward, although maybe not the only question. It's always difficult to create a new competitor out of some other company, and that seems to be what the Justice Department's trying to do. Um, We see it often in merger cases, and most of the time this fails. So I think people are going to be looking skeptically at exactly what's been created. A four-to-three merger is generally, your instinct is, that's really a lot less competition. So are you really going to create a four-firm industry now by throwing some assets at a different company and hoping it will work? So I think there's going to be some skepticism about whether this deal is really effective in maintaining competition in this industry. There's a lawsuit by a group of states that say the deal should be blocked. Is that a big obstacle still? It is a legal obstacle, yes. Uh, That's litigation, which my understanding is will continue. And 
again, this is another example of tension in the relationship between the Justice Department and other antitrust enforcers. First, it's the FTC. In this case, it's the states. I think the states are pretty serious about this case, actually, put a lot of work into it. And I think they'll seriously examine whether this is a genuine remedy or whether still we would predict that competition may be lessened in the future. And that's the question the law requires courts to answer. That's Harry First, a professor at NYU Law School. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.